As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. GearNetwork.com The following is a presentation of the Gear Radio Network. What's up, Rock Soldiers, and welcome back to the All Bets Are Off podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Vegas, and today we are digging into the Royal Rumble. We're going to give you a preview of the Royal Rumble 2020, kickstart the road to WrestleMania, as we do. And you all know my co-host, Chaz Stanley. What's up, man? Rock Soldiers! (laughs) I should probably start playing that. How do they know? Ace is back, and he told me so. He's not back. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're back. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble um, I know you got a lot to say about it. I'm unsure about the whole thing. Well, because they don't give you anything until like the day before. Yeah, everything's different now. Everything's <laughs> different now. They would hype up that that card for for what felt like forever but when we were young. Fair, you know. Like, look at us. We're already going. We're already going tangential. But like, I was just watching the '97 Royal Rumble today, mm-hmm. and then like I'm watching it. And it's like there's no way they released all these guys because it's like, oh, and here comes Mil Mascarez. Yeah, like, right. We didn't know who those fucking guys were. So like, I think we're just viewing it in that sense because yeah. we don't know the complete, you know, people that are in it. But you never do. Yeah, and there's always a surprise yeah. legends or whatever they they uh, decide to do there. But before we get into the rumble, I do want to just take a minute to say rest in peace to Neil Peart, Rush drummer, legendary drummer, probably the greatest drummer of all time. Um, and send out condolences to his friends, family, and fans. That was um that was a shocker. It was definitely shocking because I found out from you. You yeah. texted me because I was busy at work. And the difference between Neil Peart and say John Bonham because that's where people always want to argue. This John Bonham was a great rock drummer, but Neil Peart was different. He was so beyond. And, like, I started off as a drummer, mm-hmm. and he had a, so much, like, I have a lot of drummers will say they're jazzy, like, Peter Chris will say they're jazzy, but that just means your your movement in your left hand is fast. But, like, some of the things he, he'll do, like, I'll just hear some of those fills, and he stops at such a weird time yeah. in these fills, at, like, three and tenth of a quarter, like, and it just sounds off, and it always comes right back in. So he was a lot more special than almost anyone at that time. Did you get a chance to see him? I never got a chance to see Neil Peart. 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 Peart, I I believe. Yeah, (laughs) Neil Peart. um, I had had tickets one year to see them in like 2007, 2008. Girlfriend at the time I had was into them, and uh, she was having a bad day, and we decided not to go. Oh, okay. By the way, she decided that. Probably the show that I was at. This was actually supposed to be in Toronto. Oh, okay, okay. I went to see them at, uh, you know, Darien Lake in in Darien, New York, and um, it was just rushed for three hours. No opening act, no... Seems a little much. It was a lot. It was a lot. (laughs) And they opened with Tom Sawyer. Yes. So I was like, wow, that was the one I couldn't wait to hear. (laughs) Another three hours to go. 
But um, when it came time for the drum solo and the lasers and how the drums surrounded him completely mm-hmm. and he would just spin in his chair and go nuts, um, I was amazed. I yeah. thought he was great. He was the best part of the show. Yeah. So. He, he definitely, like, brings that. He was, I believe, the lyric writer of the band. Was he really? So, like, okay. yeah, they're super, got super nerdy lyrics sometimes, but that's him. Because if you know, I don't know how much you know about Rush, I just know a little bit. You're familiar with the song Working Man? Yeah. That's not Neil Peart. He oh. wasn't in the band on that first album. Okay. And if you th- listen to that song, it's so different from Rush. It sounds almost like a Sabbathy song. The lyrics are about working and then going home and having a beer. Then they get Neil Peart and they're like, we are the priests. <laughs> so it's like he totally changed that band for the good. And if anybody wants to like see a good Rush uh, thing on YouTube, I found they have, it's called Russian Rio from like 2002. Yeah. Three hours. It's right on YouTube. It's easy to find. It's yeah. good quality. It's I awesome. I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen uh, bits and pieces of it over the years because it is a super famous yeah. uh, Rush video. But um, yeah, he he had a three and a half year battle with uh, brain cancer, and nobody yeah. knew. Nobody well, knew. Yeah, in the public, he also passed away three days before it was announced. He actually really? passed away on Tuesday, and it, and they didn't announce it until Friday for you know family and close friends. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and in the era, man, that's keeping kayfabe alive. Yeah, it really right is. It really that's is. crazy. I can't believe nobody knew. That That's nuts. Especially somebody like them. Like, Rush is a big band. Yeah. Especially around here, because we're so close to Canada. Yeah. Rush is the biggest, probably, thing in Can- Canadian music history. Yeah, next to Tragically Hip, for sure. I think Rush is the number one, though. They are, but I just hear a lot about Tragically Hip. Yeah, well, that's and... just because that's a different generation. That's a generation we grew up in. Right, right. Between Tragically Hip and... Uh, now, Tea Party's not up there, but those no. were always the <laughs> Canadian band. And Triumph, yeah. the older. But like that, yeah. Rush is huge worldwide. And you yeah. can see it in Rush and Rio, even. There's like a million people there. So right. I think Rush, it was a band, I was mentioning to you off-air before, that I didn't like growing up. Getting these voices hard to get into, mm-hmm. <laughs> to it be is. honest. It is. And I would always say that, yeah, they got a great drummer, but nothing else. But, like, Eddie Lee's also a sick bass player. He is. And then Alex Lifeson's pretty good at guitar. He's not crazy. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, started to hear more. And then what made me respect Alex Lifeson more, funny side note, there's a game called Rocksmith. Mm-hmm. That's where you plug an actual guitar and you actually learn a song. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and it's not Guitar Hero. It's kind of the same thing, but it's showing you frets and you have to hit these notes. Wow, very cool. And I tried to learn um, uh, Spirit of the Radio. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, <laughs> it was pretty hard, but like playing it over and over made me realize how good like pop that song was. Yeah. Good pop rock song. So the Rush poppy songs, the popular ones, are the ones that I think are great. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to delve into B-sides with them too much. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I think that's where it gets away from yeah. Yeah. For us See, at least. And I, and like you, I was never the biggest Rush fan, but I always respected Neil mm-hmm. um because he was so incredible and like I said I saw him live and three hours is a lot to see any band without an opening yeah. act. Yes. But um they were they were great and uh you know that, that drum solo stuck with me forever. So rest in peace, Neil. Um and again condolences out to the friends, family and fans of Rush. Listen to some Rush uh, this week, people. Absolutely. Especially if you haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, not, not Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to some Rush. Find that Rock and Rio thing on uh, on YouTube. I know they're on Spotify. They're, they're, put on your classic rock channel. Give it an hour. Right. You know, you'll find you'll it. You'll find it. For sure.
So, that being said, I think it's time that we dig into the Royal Rumble. You want to rumble, bro? Yeah, let's rumble. Let's rumble, bro. <laughs> oh, and uh, side note, happy birthday, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl? Who's yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be calling. <laughs> All right, so, the rumble. So, rumble is coming up by the time this airs. It'll be a week from today, uh, January 26th. So, let's actually start with the men's rumble match. Because, obviously, that's the one that everybody wants to see every year. Because it kickstarts the road to WrestleMania. Mm. lets us know who's going to main event. And it builds a new chapter in somebody's career. Whether they win or lose, that's always a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, when you come out of the Royal Rumble on top, winning and losing at WrestleMania is almost... Nah, it doesn't matter as much, because you still kickstart that career. There's been guys who have lost. Right. and Most of them win. And it doesn't always guarantee your headlining last year. Right. It kicked off the show. Yeah. You know, um, Randy Orton won a couple years ago. That was in the middle. Yeah. Yep. So it, it's so I don't think it's as big like they used to say you win the rumble you you headline WrestleMania yeah it's not the case anymore you um, get a title match at WrestleMania you get now. a title because yeah. those are the two titles right which I'm still okay with I like the two titles yeah that's fine I you need it it's, it gives you that intrigue here's my question before we even dive into it obviously NXT people are in it yeah so is it going to be like it used to be with ECW are they going to have them choose between the three belts you know I wondered that but I don't know off the top of my head who would. Like, who's going to choose the NXT title? What if Matt Riddle wins? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't he go after Lesnar? Because they're trying to make NXT real. That's true. So that's... Will it be? I'm not predicting. That wasn't my prediction. Then. Right. But, like, you know, they did it with EC, ECW, and everyone would say, who the hell is going to pick the ECW title if they win? True. But I think there's a better chance of someone picking <laughs> the NXT title now. There is. There is. Because NXT um, is a bigger third brand than ECW was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that revival of ECW was really nothing. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was like uh, the main event. Yeah, now. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where they, they're... It's velocity. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're pushing NXT higher. Look at Survivor Series. Yeah, for sure. You know, for they, sure. they want those right, and they're treating those guys like stars. Well, a lot of them are. A lot of them came in that way. (laughs) And that's why, like, Finn Balor didn't go down to NXT. Yeah. You know? Anybody who said that and you're listening to this podcast, stop listening to my podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Because he did not get downgraded. No, he's a a star there. Yeah. And that's, like, the kind of, they want to have that more indie cred. Well, there you go. Yeah. You know? And and it's like, if they want to have the indie cred, they're... All these indie guys are stars now. They're running out of, end quote, indie guys. So think about this. Finn Balor loses to The Fiend, shows up in NXT, comes back, wins the Rumble, challenges The Fiend as the Demon. That'd be sick. Gets his win back. That would be sick. Just saying. Is, is that what you're thinking? Or is there something it like is it? now. Is that, yeah. <laughs> I just I, thought of it. I know. I had that thought, too, because I think we discussed a long time ago that, like, the Demon versus The Fiend would be a big deal. Right, because Balor never loses when he's the Demon. And The Fiend just doesn't lose. Ever. <laughs> so, now that is very interesting. That's something I don't want to see. I don't think they have the balls to do it. I don't either. Right now, I would love least. it. Well, the reason I don't think they have the balls to do it is because... I'll just throw my pick out there. And it's and I think it's going to be a bad move on their part. I think Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. Really? Yeah. Okay. Look at all the stuff that he's getting beat to shit, dog food poured on him, all this stuff. You know, he's getting a lot of shit thrown at him right now. Who's going to challenge the Fiend at WrestleMania? You, you, he's already went through Daniel Bryan. He's going through Daniel Bryan again at at now. We're I guess we're both thinking that he's going to beat Daniel Bryan at yeah the Rumble. Yeah. So so my two picks. I, I had two picks because I don't think it's going to be a Raw person. Okay. I think it's. I don't think it's going to be a Raw person at all. We'll get into that because of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um. I think it's either going to be Roman Reigns or Daniel Bryan. 
Daniel Bryan is even in the Rumble? He's in the championship match. Right. But say he doesn't win the match. Right. Comes back. I don't know. I think it could be something like that. Because he never had his Rumble win. And, like, if they could get him to win and get that momentum back behind him, like, five years ago. Okay. I don't know. I think if they make it, Roman, though, I, I think people are going to start to turn on him again. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm I'm going to say I think it could be a Raw guy. I think it could be Drew McIntyre. Um, why don't they throw a curveball even and throw in Dolph Ziggler? Because they've thrown in a few surprises with him within the last year. Why wouldn't this be another one? Him to win the Rumble? Yeah. Why not? I mean, the last time we had a surprise, we probably had two in the last ten years. I think Randy Orton went in a few years ago. That was a surprise, yeah. And when Alberto Del Rio won. Also a surprise. Pretty surprise. But other than that, it's usually like, you know it's going to be this guy or this guy. Right. Which is, in my head, it's Roman or... I don't know, I guess McIntyre? I think those are the two... I mean, if McIntyre doesn't win, I still see him being in a title match at WrestleMania. Really? That, that That's his, what, second WrestleMania? He's uh, yeah. In the title yeah. match against... It's got to be against Brock. Brock. Well, that's... The reason I think he's not going to win is agreeing with what you're saying. I think, for those of you that don't know, Brock Lesnar's in the Rumble as the champion of Raw. Which makes no sense. Coming in at And I one. hate it, but continue... <laughs> I, well, what I think it's going to be is he's going to be like the second or third last person out. Yeah, okay. So, like, in my head, I'm not, I guess this is, this is my call in the ending. The last three people in are Roman, Drew, Brock. Yeah. Drew gets rid of Brock. Roman, Roman gets, gets rid, rid of Drew. Drew. Brock and, you mm-hmm. know, Drew go off on that tangent. Now, say Lesnar wins. Then what? Then well, does he throw a fit that he doesn't have to defend his title at WrestleMania? Do they do an angle like that? Yeah, the, he decides that. That's why I think it's people or, are complain about it. But tell me if Brock Lesnar goes in at one and wins the whole goddamn thing. I mean, they're still making him out to be the biggest thing around. Yeah. Then he's being a little bitch and he's like, "I want. I choose not to wrestle anybody." Or does he take the alpha male role and try and beat the fiend and have both titles? That that's what I'm saying. Like, how like perfect? Yeah. Could that be for Lesnar? But I, I just right. don't think they're going to do that. I guess I would say my three picks then, because I think that one of those things is a possibility, would be Lesnar, McIntyre, probably Reigns. Yeah, I, I think it's Roman, a surprise of Daniel Bryan. And like just because I'm feeling it, somebody in NXT, Keith Lee. Really? Somebody. Because like, if they're going to push the NXT, yeah. Keith Lee, it wouldn't be Matt Riddle, I don't think. It could be. I mean, mm, Matt, no. R- Matt Riddle's a big deal. But the thing is about Matt Riddle, it's like... So he's going to go against Roman, or what, he's going to go against Adam Cole? Like, is he going to win? Is he going to go against Adam Cole? Or is he going to get Brock? I mean, right. You can't compare, like, oh, well, you know, Matt Riddle has, you know, MMA experience. Yeah, well, Brock Lesnar was in fucking UFC. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, like, that's different. Right. right <laughs> so yeah. I don't think that angle works against Brock Lesnar. Right, right. You know, so, yeah. like, I, I think Riddle could be... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think if Riddle won, he would go after Adam Cole. I think if like Keith Lee won, he would try to go after Brock Lesnar. Okay. I think. I, but that's not my pick. My pick is Roman. Okay. I'm going to stick with McIntyre because um, he's almost kind of turning into a fan favorite within the last few weeks on Raw where, you know, he counts down the Claymore and the crowd gets behind him and he's been showing a lot of, like, attitude, real cocky, but, like, yeah. the crowd seems to be digging it. So well, he's he's almost like that um, that heel that people love. Yeah, and he's smiling now and right. stuff. And if you're that much of an ass kicker and you look that good, you're going to get yeah popular. Who did he face last night? Styles and uh, it was a triple threat match. I didn't watch last night. Uh, Orton. It was Styles and Orton and McIntyre in a triple threat. And, um, you know, of course McIntyre won. That's a WrestleMania main event. It is. (laughs) And McIntyre won it, and it was a great match. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I don't know, McIntyre's just been on fire. You saw him last week when he threw the Claymore, didn't even drop the microphone. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, I agree. I just think that it comes down to it. It's going to be something with Brock getting eliminated and wrestling that person. But that, that whole idea of Brock winning... Getting both titles, and then he goes back to UFC or something. Right. With both fucking titles right. to win the title. Like, that's, that's money in Vince McMahon's eyes. Who else is going to stop The Fiend? Because right now they've made him unbeatable. I'll tell you who will stop The Fiend. A three-way match when somebody else gets pinned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the only way. Yeah. That's the only way. You have a three-way match with Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and The Fiend. Well, I was going to say, I, th- I don't think that, you know, WrestleMania's main events are necessarily both going to be singles matches anyways. Yeah. So... It's got to be, the way The Fiend loses the title is, is a three-way match. Or, I guess, Bray Wyatt loses the title. What if The Undertaker's in the Rumble? <laughs> I don't know, man. Does he I, face, I love does he him. face The Fiend? I love him, but golly, like, he's, uh, he's, he's not doing too well. I guess no, I he know. did okay in that July match. Yeah, yeah. But, like, him winning the Rumble, I mean, he's pushing 60 now. Yeah, that's not an actual pick of mine. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> He's pushing. Like the Rumble's always such a big deal. It's something I have vi- vivid memories of watching the 1996 Royal Rumble with you. Yeah. At my old house and watching Shawn Michaels go. Yep. That wasn't the time you went number one. No. But watching Shawn Michaels win that on his road to WrestleMania. To me, that was my first ever really remembrance of an important Royal Rumble and making it, making WrestleMania important. Yeah, I agree. In, in, in my earliest memories, that's when I realized that the Royal Rumble was a big deal. And, and, that, and that it made WrestleMania a big, a big deal. deal, yeah. Yeah, because like I, or before that, and I was so when that happened, I was, what, 11? You were 10? Because it was the beginning of might, the year. Might even have been younger than that. No, yeah, I was like, so what, that was 96? Yeah. I was 9, yeah, you were 8. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just turning 10 the next month. So, like, like to me, a pay-per-view was a pay-per-view. It was just mm-hmm. another show. But that Royal Rumble, and they made it a big deal about Sean. Yeah made it such a big deal for that rumble and i just think like they haven't had that in a while yeah they could have had it with daniel bryan and they 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 did they mess it up because it still ended up being a great wrestlemania yeah it did so i don't know if they messed it up it actually made it more exciting 
Because do you think people would have been that crazy if it was just Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton? No. No, this was Daniel Bryan getting through Triple H and then going to through those two guys. Yeah. So it ended up being, so people want to say that was a happy accident. Maybe these, you know, got bookers are smarter than we are sometimes. Yeah, you think? <laughs> With, you know, they only run a billion dollar company and they don't just sit in their chair screaming at the TV while they're stuffing their faces. Yeah, so like maybe so. that was planned because there's no reason they didn't even have him in the Rumble. So it's just like, right. that's why I think that was planned. But they haven't really had that successor. Like, I didn't feel it with Seth. I didn't feel it with Nakamura. No, I agree. I wouldn't I agree. feel it with anybody in this, I think, unless it's Daniel Bryan. There's no, like, guy that they could push like that right now, I think. Mm-hmm. There's no well, sympathetic baby face. Since we're on the topic now, uh, let's talk about that match. We got Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal title. and um, Again, Bray Wyatt or The Fiend? It says... On the, on the website, it said The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Okay, so then it's The Fiend. Yeah. Because at TLC, it was Bray Wyatt right. against The Miz. So right. That's why that's a distinction. If it's The Fiend, I mean... Now, does The Fiend lose if you take his mask off? That's what I want to know. Does he become Bray Wyatt? Yeah, but not yet. Bray not Wyatt yet. didn't lose yet. So. That's true. That's true. I mean, so, you can't. You can't. I think the match will be good. Of course. Um, Daniel Bryan's good. You know, it's I'm not taking anything away from him as an athlete. I'm so glad that he shaved his face and his head and his head because he was not, he was looking homeless. I'm not because he looks like uh, no offense, like a little bitch right now. Like <laughs> again, like this used to be my complaint about him. Like I could beat him up. <laughs> now he so, looks like a 12 year old kid. So when he's got a big beard, you can't beat him up. I can still beat him up, but like it's <laughs> it's not as like he just I don't know. I guess he looks tougher. He doesn't look as imposing. Okay. Right now. So it's just like... I'll give you that. He I'll doesn't look yeah. as opposing, but like he's not going to beat The Fiend. No, he's definitely not, in my opinion. So <laughs> we, we agree on that one. He's a perfect candidate, though, because I'll tell you what turned the tides on Dan Bryan for me. I always, I, You know I always just like him. And I like get it now. I get him, and I see that it, he's important to a lot of people, and he's important to the WWE. But what turned the tide for me on him was Survivor Series nine, uh, nine, oh, sorry, 17 or 18? 18, 18, when he was the champ. And he went up against Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Brock Lesnar destroyed him the whole match, and then he just pulled that comeback out of nowhere. There was a t- moment in that that got my old ass like, is he going to do this? Yeah. Like, on the edge of my seat. Like, it, he got me. Yeah, I remember thinking that, too, actually. And, um, like, I was never the biggest Daniel Bryan fan. I'm still not. Yeah, he, um, but that match made me understand yeah, his character. Yeah, because everybody's into the guys that they're into, you know what I mean? Like, he's just not my cup of tea that doesn't mean he's not good i know that he's a great wrestler you know but i go with guys like mcintyre reigns rollins like stuff like that you know ziggler where they're more flamboyant a little more you know i don't want to say flashy as a sense of moves because daniel bryan's got a move set that's out of this world but um just flashier looking like ziggler does like the the bright pink and the you know so i kind of bite on more characters like that yeah but we grew up yeah in that era too where everybody had something and it's just like I do have way more respect for Daniel Bryan right now. And if yeah. he was to win that Royal Rumble, I wouldn't think that's a bad thing. No, not at all. Because that Even could get the push behind. If he found a way to beat the Fiend, I, I, I think I would that, like that. I would too. But I think that the the WWE universe as a whole would be upset. He doesn't need the title. Brian? The Fiend does not oh, the need fiend. the yeah, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pounding. Um, you heard that, fuck. The Fiend <laughs> does not need the title. He doesn't need the title. He's in a, Like they say about The Undertaker. Oh, Taker doesn't need the title. He's an attraction. So is the fucking Fiend. Yeah, I agree. So, like, the title is meaningless right now. Yeah. Because no one's going to beat him? Like, then what is the point? Or does Lesnar beat him because he's unbeatable also? <laughs> you know. And then what? Seth Rollins beats Lesnar again? Maybe. Eventually? Like, we didn't talk even about Seth being in the Rumble, maybe winning it again. I didn't even think of that. You know, yeah, like, yeah. what if he does it again and goes after Brock again? Right. Or goes after The Fiend again? He has 
And now he's got his boys. Right. You know, he's got he's got the boys behind him. AOP. AOP. And, and uh, could it happen? Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I now, dodged that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of uh, at the beginning of the rumble process, maybe last month, right before Seth got into you know getting the AOP behind him, I thought maybe the Rumble winner was going to be Kevin Owens. Yeah, I uh, actually considered that briefly also, but I, I really can't tell. He's I, too involved with Seth. Yeah, right now, and I, I think. think that it's not announced, but I think that they or maybe it is by the time the podcast is released. But as of today, it's not announced that they're doing anything with each other at the Rumble, but I think they might. Well, if you think about it, who's the biggest baby face in all WWE right now? I don't even know. Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's yeah, true. He really is. Yeah. So he he's Seth from last year. He really right. is. So it's like, and I like Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens is the kind of like scrappy, tough dude that could like fight with Brock. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he, you saw it when he was getting in there with a man that nobody mentioned, uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's on an Intercontinental Quest, right? I was going to say, um, which is another rumored match that we'll get to, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how how the Fiend and Daniel Bryan ends because it's got to be different. <laughs> how different can the Fiend get? I'm not talking Man. about the Fiend not winning. I yeah. just mean the match has to go different. Like yeah. Daniel's going at him for the second time. He's got to change strategies. It's got to be closer to him winning than it was the first time. So say like I think the only way they can pull this, and I haven't seen them pull this since WrestleMania 31. What if he gets him in the S lock and he passes out? Yeah. You know, like, what if he, they do a move like that with him? Well, this, that doesn't hurt the Fiend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not showing pain. Yeah. He just literally passes up. Yeah. From the yes lock. Maybe. It's possible. That's how you get the title off him. Then you can, you know, transfer him into uh, maybe your Undertaker feud after that. Right, right. And then Daniel Bryan can walk into WrestleMania again, the champion, like he did last year. Right. And he got stomped by Kofi because that's fine. That's what they wanted then. Yeah. I mean, Kofi Mania was the thing, and I was for it. Yeah, I really was. And But just, it's the fans. They're done. Now they're done with it. Yeah, now they're, they're done they with it, right? Shit. Cool. <laughs> you know, when we were younger, people had more patience and didn't have ADD yeah. all the time and didn't just want to rush into the next yeah. thing. People could hold titles for a long time. Yeah. Feuds can run for a year. Yeah. Like, and that, 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 like, <laughs> and that was exciting. But that was a perfect microcosm because the biggest outrage ever in the history of wrestling is it was, it was Daniel Bryan's time. Yeah. But that was... That fan support was crazy. Because you know what? It was real. Yeah. And Kofi didn't seem real. It just seemed like they wanted another Daniel Bryan thing. They were just pushing they for something like that again. Punk well, it's the same thing for all these people that are like, Attitude Era was the best and we'll never have another one. Those people don't even have the patience for the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold and The Rock feuded off and on for like five years. People <laughs> would not... The, yeah. the, the, the people don't remember that WrestleMania uh, 15, they wrestled for the title. The year and a half before, they were going for the Intercontinental the whole right, summer. Right, right. And then, so, of course, they also main evented 17 and 19. Yeah. But people are now are like, do something different. Like, are you kidding me? You're the same people screaming that the Attitude yeah. Era was the greatest. Like, let them do what they're doing. But what I was getting to is like the whole big thing with that Kofi mania that's gone and dead basically now. Because he's always been over. But it's not the same as the way it is. They said it was against Dan O'Brien. And they're like, Dan O'Brien, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> like they right. turned their back on him. Yeah. So fucking cool. And now they're going to want him. Well, maybe not. Because now they're all over the fiend not being beatable. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but next, let's talk about the women's rumble. I'm thinking Charlotte. You're thinking Charlotte? I'm thinking Charlotte. Um, who else are they really building right now? To me. Natty? I told you that this one was easy for me. Yeah. Shayna Baszler. You think so? She lost the title. Yeah. She's going to show she's easy to get off of NXT now. Mm-hmm. She's not the champion. She was the walking away at the end of uh, Survivor Series mm-hmm. as, as the winner. Like, what is... So you're going to have Charlotte versus Becky again at, at WrestleMania? Does Becky lose to Asuka? 
No? Mm-mm. Okay. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so either. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think so. I, I don't think so because <sighs> why would she do that? The whole story is about her overcoming this. And if she doesn't overcome it, then what's the point? Right. Then what? She just rechallenges it for it at WrestleMania. So then Asuka holds the title for two months. Right. I think if you're going to do it, you want to do it with somebody like Shayna Baszler, like this new, fresh NXT star. They've never done that yet. Mm-hmm. An NXT person has not won it and said, I'm leaving NXT. I'm coming to Raw. Yeah, right. So if she does that, I think that's a big deal. Okay. Nobody's so, talking about Bailey because nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> I was going to say, who does she challenge? So you say Becky. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Okay. Because why wouldn't you? In and that if, case. if Becky comes off of a big win on Asuka, that would be a huge match. Yeah, and then, and then it's Shane, and they're both, you know, end quote, submission experts, end quote. Yeah. And like, or maybe it ends up being a triple threat again with Asuka. Who, who knows right. where that goes? Yeah. Um, We're kind of talking about both matches at the same time here, which is fine because, I mean, they're, one directly they're one affects the, the other. The same. And yeah. is there even a, a. I don't even know who Bailey's feuding with. Uh, Lacey. Okay, but Lacey's yeah. not there yet. I don't think they're going to go with that, but it's a rumored match for the Rumble. Eh. That, that it'll be Bailey and Lacey. That would be fine, but Bailey would win that. Absolutely. L- Lacey's not there yet. I like Bailey better now than I have in a long time. I do too, but that's just because it was nice to get rid of the white meat baby face. Yeah, exactly. Like, she was annoying. But she does a good job as a heel, in my opinion. So then, wait, is Lacey a face? She is now. What the hell? It was a weird transition. I didn't even watch it. I, I have always been a fan of Lacey. I know she's got a lot of work to do, but she's like a star in the making. I think. Um, what do you think about a surprise like uh, Ronda Rousey? I think it's possible. Um, I know that I've heard rumors and rumblings that she does want to come back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true that stuff is because you never know. There's people that just put weird information out there for no reason. I mean, so. you, she's proven she's the star. She's the draw. As Ronda, much as yeah. the fans wanted to boo her and hate her, do you know what that's called? That's called a draw. Does she come back and, and revenge, you know? Right, her, I mean, but know? that's a draw. That's a star. The people actually went there to boo her out of the fucking building. Mm-hmm. Folks, that's what you're supposed to do. I think they had their chance to do that. Be a nice notch in her belt. It would be. They had the, ch- they had the chance to do that two years ago. The first ever women's Royal Rumble, that Oscar one. Yeah. And then she came out after. Yeah. Why, you know, that was her, ch- that was the chance. Would have been a nice match for her to be introduced to. You know, in, but then you it know. made sense because learning with Kurt Angle and all that stuff, like I get it. Right. But that would have been the chance. But there's, there's other surprises. Like, here's a question. Where the hell's Nia Jax been? Last I heard, I thought she was out on some kind of injury, but I thought maybe she was cleared from that. There's all kinds of rumors on that yeah, too. So like, I, I don't know what's she, true. She's easily could be a rumble winner. There was things saying she was injured. There was things saying she got cleared. There was things saying. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And she was unhappy, but I mean, the last time the fan said somebody was unhappy with their position, they were talking about Alexa Bliss, and she shot that down on social media real quick. There's another one that could win. So I thought so. You know, there's a chance of like the last two in that match being her and Nikki Cross. I think it would be more so her, Nikki Cross, and someone else. And while Nikki was trying to eliminate somebody else, so she dumps them both. Yeah. 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 Like, so it, it could very well be because that team, but this is the first time Alexa Bliss is like a face and it's actually working. It is working very well. It's working. She's for her. very over. Because she's such a good heel. Yeah. She's probably the best female heel I've ever seen. Yeah. Absolutely. Because she, like, she, I literally want to slap her. When she won that, uh, <laughs> was it the Elimination Chamber? And she was crying, and everybody was chanting, you deserve it, and then she turned on them. Yeah. That was great. She, she is one of the best. No, no, I said female. She's one of the best heels I've ever seen. Yeah. Because she just plays that role perfectly. Absolutely. She's got to be a bitch. <laughs> like, there's, I don't, she's not acting. Like, there's no way. She's so good at it. So I, I, I would be happy with an Alexa win. The problem is, is this fucking freight train of Becky Lynch right now. You That's built a- it so fucking strong. Who's taking it down? Well, after the now that makes me think Ronda. Well, after the segment on Raw where where um, Oscar spit the green mist during the contract signing, and then Becky cut that badass promo, it made me think like, wow, they're gonna really either this match with Oscar is gonna like really explode off and be incredible, or whoever she rolls into WrestleMania with better be badass. That makes me think Ronda could be because also uh, what happened at the end of that WrestleMania main event. It was a messed up pin. It was, her shoulder wasn't down. Right. There's your story. I mean, what if it's Baszler, Ronda, and Becky, you know? Like, no, there's a fucking match for it. Yeah. So, but then you're leaving Charlotte out? Like Charlotte could always go to SmackDown. Charlotte is on SmackDown, right? No. no she's on Raw. Yeah. No, she ain't going anywhere. That's boyfriend stuff. Her boyfriend's <laughs> on Raw. She ain't going anywhere. Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of... His rumored match is supposed to be uh, for the U.S. title against Mysterio, but we know that they're doing that technically. Every week on Raw? Yeah, every week on Raw. They're doing a ladder match for tomorrow. By the time this airs, it'll be tomorrow. Um, They've been such great matches, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're bad matches. I love the chemistry. And they're building that feud. You didn't, I know you didn't watch last week, but he tore off his mask. I did you, see you that. Yeah. That's old. It's but cool. Here's the th- that was two weeks ago, folks, um, by the time yes. you hear this. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, like... I don't think, if they're going to have a ladder match for it before the Rumble, and then that match takes place again at the Rumble, and who knows, the announcements are going to change by the time this podcast is released, but how do you go bigger than that for the Rumble? I think if anyone can figure it out, it would be Rey Mysterio. That's true. You know, That's like... True. And he's great. I know you were always a Rey Mysterio hater when we were younger. <laughs> yeah. But he's fantastic. He's great. He, he's always a great performer. I just hated, and this is when I was like in my earlier 20s and stuff, like, I just hated the insane underdog story. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I just, it was so fake to me. Yeah, I got you. You know, that yeah. that's all it was. Everyone like, in Big Show put him on the stretcher and swung him like a baseball bat. You mean the greatest moment in WWE <laughs> history and they fell on his face? Oh, I love that. But, like, I don't know. Like, I couldn't buy it with Ray. And I couldn't buy it with Daniel Bryan. But I bought it with Daniel Bryan. 
against Brock Lesnar for some reason. Yeah. So there's some times that they can get you. Yeah. Also, when Ray was going and championships and all that stuff at that time, I wasn't watching as hardcore. So maybe I just was, you know, I, I wasn't invested and I wasn't getting that story. Yeah. Okay. As much. Uh, and again, when they, when Ray won the title and when Daniel Bryan won the title, yeah, it was in a three way, but they both secured the pin. So I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I don't know. Um, I mean, it worked for them both, even if it doesn't work for us personally. Obviously, the majority of people think it does. Well, because Ray made, or uh, Daniel Bryan made Triple H and Batista both tap out. That's a pretty big deal. You know, because they bury him, yeah. like the fans say. Yeah, right. And He's then Ray, Ray Mysterio, <laughs> I don't even remember, was it Kurt Angle he pinned? Um, or was it, it was uh, Randy Orton. It was one of those two. I think he pinned Kurt Angle. Off the top of my head, I can't remember. I think he pinned Kurt Angle. So, like, it's a pretty big deal, too. And then he was a. I don't. I don't think Ray Mysterio was a good champion. Um, I think, and I don't think, I think Daniel Bryan was a good champion originally. I think that Daniel Bryan was a better champion than Mysterio for his first run. Hear me out. The three. I'll, I'll combine these three wrestlers in their first title reigns because it was the same story and it was the same outcome. Shawn Michaels '96, Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio '06, and Daniel Bryan what '14. They were they the same kind of story. Underdog doing all this. They win the title, and those first reigns of all of them are like, eh. I disagree. Shawn Michaels' first reign was historic. No, it ended quickly. Not quickly, but it, it ended in November. Sid beat him. Uh, Yeah, and then he gained it back. And then he ended up getting yeah. back and then gave it up again. And then I think it was that third reign, heel Shawn Michaels came across. But I know it was historic, but like, who was his big rivals? The only thing I can think of is Vader and Sid. And Vader. Sid beat him. Vader, Sid, Diesel uh, was part Diesel of the first one. Bulldog, so far after, but those that was Diesel's last. But those aren't epic things. If you're thinking about Shawn Michaels as champion, you're thinking obviously Bret Hart. You're thinking Sid again, Stone Cold. Like it was like his second reign. So maybe Shawn's a little different. But Undertaker. All- was that even that first reign? It wasn't that first reign. No, no, I'm just saying reign? in general. It you was were, that second. Yeah, reign. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It was like I think those stories were so important for them to get the title. That it made after the title, like, fuck, what do we do now? Yeah, that could be true. You know? I mean, I think, I mean, personally, not just because I'm a huge Shawn Michaels fan, but I think that his out of the three was the most, Absolutely the biggest. Absolutely was the most. Yeah. But, because, again, like, who did Daniel Bryan have a big, yeah. Kane? Yeah. Afterwards, and then and then he got hurt. Like, I mean, that put a damper on him, but the same thing with Rey Mysterio. Like, yeah. I don't know. Who who was it? I think once you get that underdog story, and I guess it's kind of the same with Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah. Sorry, do you have to edit that out? Yeah, I gotta cut that. Okay. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> but just say with him too a little that bit. That was but, a joke, Marks. <laughs> but he went but he but he was also battling like evolution. So I mean, yeah. his made more sense in the long run. And he you know, there was a, the next month after Chris Benoit won, it was a WrestleMania rematch and he won again. Yeah. So like that yeah. right there proves that that he, I guess, was better. So I think the whole underdog story is 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 a good in the moment. Same thing with Kofi. Yeah. It was good in the moment, but afterwards it was kind of like yeah. No, I understand. The know? Rey Mysterio fe- or the uh, sorry, the Randy Orton and Kofi was a good throwback because they picked up where they left off mm. years ago, which was really cool. Mm. But like, <clears throat> I think you're right. In a few years, it's just going to be that moment of him actually winning it that people remember. It's yeah. always that initial moment. So it's good to have that moment. Yeah, but it's bad, I think, for to quote Triple H for business. But is it though? Because WrestleMania, or not WrestleMania, wrestling in general is based on moments. Like you always sure. remember the moments. Um, Drew McIntyre coming face to face with the Undertaker 
is a moment that I remember mm. from that match. I don't remember anything else about that match, but I thought that was a cool moment. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? It's, it's, an, interesting, it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, wrestling's based on moments. I think it's more moments than moves. I think people remember moments more than the guy that does that cool backflip. I totally agree. It's more about those moments. But yeah. I think it's continual moments is more important. That's true. Because why is Daniel Bryan, and this is me actually defending for Daniel Bryan, why should Daniel Bryan's moment just be 2014? It's been six years. Right. Like, but literally, that's all it is. His second run was pretty good. You know, he ended up getting battling with AJ Styles, getting in there with Kofi finally at mm-hmm. the end. It was a good run. I thought it was a good run, yeah. You know, I think that was mm-hmm. better than his first. His first was only, what, a month? I don't even remember. It like, was so you're, short. I'm more of like, you want to ask me about wrestling? Talk to me about the wrestling in the 90s and early <laughs> 2000s. Like, I always watched. I never stopped watching. And obviously, being a wrestler, you're never going to stop watching. But, like, I'm more of, like, fans of those guys than the guys that came afterward. So I think that's why my my uh, like for certain guys goes to like guys that I see as throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Like I see Ziggler as a throwback character to the WWF. You know what I mean? Ziggler, well, Ziggler, I was watching some old wrestling today. He reminds me of Sid. Does he really? He doesn't have the the stupid hair. Yeah, they're very built similar. They're mm-hmm. built very similar. Tall. Sid might have been a little thicker. But like they're just have that badass persona. They go in and wreck people. He's way more athletic. But like yeah, and said, shorter. Sid, he's a pretty big guy. Ziggler? No, no. I, I said, I said, I thought I met McIntyre. Oh yeah, okay, McIntyre. yeah. You said Ziggler. I met McIntyre, folks. I met McIntyre. McIntyre reminds me of Sid. Yeah. Big guys, ass kickers, muscular. So I just thought I had that thought today while I was watching Sid, and that is championship material. It is. It very, very much is championship material. It we're, is. We're going all over the place. With this we thing. are. This is a fun, fun discussion. <laughs> I'm going to rein it in. <laughs> Segway with Reigns versus Corbin uh, at the Rumble. They just need to do something different and really blow this off because this has been going on for a long time. I get that the fans are behind Reigns and they absolutely can't stand Corbin because he should get fired. Right? You're right, because of course. Sucks. Even though he's doing his job perfectly so well that the fans are cheering <laughs> Roman Reigns. Exactly. For um, the dog food thing that you talked about earlier was a uh, nice, it was, nice that's throwback, good. nice T- touch. Yeah. TP. And I, I like the whole like king thing. I really do. Perf- he um, is the, the two perfect guys to be to, to win that king of the ring would have been him or the Miz. Because those two could just <laughs> take that fucking thing and shove it down everyone's throat. Obviously, we're saying Reigns is winning this match. Yeah, he's um, got to get. He's got that feud's got to end. That's it. The feud's over. So he can. So that now I'm thinking. I'm like, he's already in a match. Does he win the fucking rumble? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like but I, Becky Lynch did. True, but I just don't see it happening again. I think. I hope not. Two years in a row. For he didn't win last year. No, no. I'm talking about two years in a row. Somebody right. enters after a, a loss. He, and, for his sake and the fans finally being behind him, he should win. He yeah. should not win. Yeah. It won't be good for him. Roman's been getting his ass beat a lot lately, and I think this match needs him to come back strong and fierce and kick off the road to WrestleMania being the big dog and do what he's got to do. I, does that mean he should win the Rumble? I don't think so. Yeah, that doesn't mean he won't I, be in a title match. I just think that I feel bad if he wins the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I feel for, bad for him. For him. Yeah. I really would because they'll turn on him so fast. Yes, and he's a great wrestler, yeah. great athlete, and a hell of a guy, and I don't think he deserves that kind of no. treatment just for winning a match. No. So. And it's, the fans showed you how fake they were because now they love him because he got sick. Yeah, <laughs> right. You should, you know, it doesn't right. matter just because he got sick. So, I, I'm so I gotta stick with Roman. I got, I gotta stick with it. <laughs> well, unless we'll you, you heard me. Unless somehow Daniel Bryan gets back in the match. I got you. Okay, can I? Okay. Can the, that's my caveat. That's this, yeah. Right. <laughs> if if Daniel Bryan's <laughs> not in the match, it's wrong. <laughs> so, moving on from that, another rumored match. Maybe it'll be confirmed by now. 
Uh, Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black going again for... They They've just, all been great matches. They just did three. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're all fantastic. Yeah. If they do it at the Rumble, I think they'll step it up even more. So I kind of hope that happens. It's a meaningless match, though. It is. It but it's just fun. They're like, both really good. As a fan, it's just fun. I hey, heard what if that, one of them wins the Rumble? <laughs> I heard that last week, sorry, last week that he joined up with Seth. Is that true? That Buddy Murphy joined up with Seth? I turned it off. Did you? <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard, that he joined up with the Seth and AOP. So we're, see, you're getting, hearing it here first, folks. Um, I don't know, I don't know if he just helped him for a second or if he joined, joined. Mm-hmm. I think both these guys are great. The first time I ever saw Buddy Murphy, I thought he was a tool. Now, meaning, I didn't watch him wrestle. Okay, I saw him <laughs> right, and talking, right, right. and and I like heard that this was Alexa Bliss's fiance, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here! What is she <laughs> doing with this fucking guy? And then all of a sudden, I watched him wrestle, and I was like, God damn! I think he's one. Of, I think I think he's in line for a push. I think so too, because he is fantastic. He looks ripped to shit right oh now. Oh my god, yeah. He looks like back in back in like 2007 when the Undertaker won the won the Royal Rumble. He, that was the best shape I've ever seen the Undertaker in in 2007. Man was like 45 years old at that point. Best shape I've ever seen him in his life. And then he got that push. He won the Rumble. He won WrestleMania, and then he won at WrestleMania the next four years, <laughs> right? In the main events, right? That's reminding me of, like you said, Drew McIntyre and Buddy Murphy right now. They, those guys are in the best shape of their life. And Elias, but Elias, so are we looking at a picture of, yeah? So I don't know if he joined up with, with Buddy. I don't. He just showed me a picture of Buddy Murphy with Seth Rollins in the ring. So looks, I don't, It looks like he did. Looks like and he they're did. all holding hands, so there you go. So and that's um that's a big deal. <laughs> it's another person to join the Monday Night Messiahs. Yeah, the, yeah, the, I love that name. The M and M's. The M and M's. So he's an M and M mini. But um, yeah. hey But I think Buddy Murphy is a star. I think Alistair Black is awesome. I, I like what he does. I mean, I'm like, okay, kick, 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 kind of get. It. He gets played out quick. Yeah. He like the first few. I've probably only seen that guy wrestle. 15 matches, and I'm kind of bored with him. I think that Buddy Murphy breathed a new life into Alistair because I think he was starting to fade out. Yeah, because he's... And not, and I don't, or was he fading to, to okay, black? Never mind. Go on. <laughs> and, I, and I don't mean that in the sense of he was going to go away or disappear like he was on the chopping block or anything. I just mean I think he was just kind of getting lost in the shuffle. And then Buddy Murphy came along, and all of a sudden, everybody's talking about him again. I really like Buddy Murphy, and that's a small guy. You know, I'm usually yeah. like a big guy yeah. guy. And shout out to like him and... And the Iconics, you know, all the brush fire stuff. I hope everything is getting settled over there because that's some crazy stuff. And yeah. uh, they, they got to be worried sick. So. Yeah, absolutely. And they're still doing their job. So, mm-hmm. hof- you know what? Hopefully he's not on the card. Hopefully they give him some time off because he doesn't need to be in. So first of all, the Royal Rumble, there's two matches. That's two hours right there. Yeah, I know. So, mm-hmm. like, these could be, like, matches that don't even really Yeah, some some it. of these could be happening the next night on Raw, yeah, too. Yeah, so like, some of these matches, like, so are we going to get Nakamura and... Uh, and big guy. That's Strowman. Um, Strowman, get these hands. Here's the thing. That's another rumored match. Yeah. Um, so, again, I don't know. And we don't know what's going to go on the kickoff pre-show. We don't know what's going to be on Raw, you know, I think tomorrow you have or the night after. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I think so, too. But does that necessarily mean they're going to do it? No. Um, if it does happen, I think Strowman wins. Really? He wins the title? Yeah. I think why not? Because it's the same thing we were talking about with like Bray Wyatt. Who the hell is going to take the Intercontinental? What mid-level guy is going to take the Intercontinental title off of Braun Strowman? I understand that. But I think that also uh, the Intercontinental title needs to be more important. Again, like it used to be. It that does. was like, I mean, think of the guys who, mm-hmm. who used to hold that. Bret Hart, Shawn but Michaels, Braun Mr. Strowman's Perfect. Braun not that guy. Braun Strowman's not that. It's always been known as the, end quote, worker's title. Workhorse title. So yeah. that's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I know. That's not Braun. I don't know, man. I, I think that um, it would be cool. If Shinsuke wins it, I, I'm not going to hate it. I just think it would be cool if Braun got a strap. I love Braun. Yeah. So I want him to have something. Yeah. I, I do. I, I'm so sad that he never. He's. He should have had the Universe Championship by now. Yeah, he was well, over. He was ass kicking. He was doing good. The fans are complaining about this. About what? <laughs> like Braun not winning any titles and now quote unquote being made into a joke. What? Yeah. How is he being made? He's just a big ass. Because he did some kind of dance with the New Day, and now the fans are like, Vince turns all his big guys into jokes. That's but the I thing thought he only on. likes big guys and gives them pushes. Right. Oh, I hate wrestling fans. Yeah. Yeah. None of them make sense. This is why I watch wrestling alone. Fuck you, Marks. (laughs) Mark, fuck him. Yeah, whoever whoever Mark is, go (laughs) kick rocks. I I, I want, I guess the reason is I don't want Strowman winning this because I want him to be in the title picture soon. Does Strowman win the Rumble? No. No? Mm -mm. He had his chance. He was the second out, second last one out last year. Right. I thought it would have made more sense to put the title on him last year than Seth. So where's he going for Mania? He's never had a big match at Mania. He's always been on like the pre-show. So that's what I, that's my question. Where is he going then? If he's not winning the Intercontinental title, what is he doing? What is he doing for me? The fucking battle royal again? Again? Like what? What do you? What is he gonna do? Like he he needs to be in the big picture. I don't think he wins the Rumble though. I don't think he wins the Rumble. He should have won it last year. I'd like to see a feud for the title against him and McIntyre. That'd be sweet. But one of them. So who gets the title then? You can't pick both to win. No, no, I'm yeah. not talking about both of them like going to Mania. But I think if McIntyre were to beat Lesnar, I think a great. Do you feud. think McIntyre's going to beat Lesnar? I do. You think that? I think he's the guy. Okay. I think he's the next one. That'd up. be cool. I mean, Seth did it. Yeah, and McIntyre's a lot fucking bigger than and Seth. McIntyre's got a similar move. You, yeah. know, you don't need to pick him up. Yeah, you don't need to pick Even the big guy up. That's the other thing too is McIntyre is a big motherfucker on his own. Right. Seth was not going to pick up Brock ever. And but you and you can't. Drew will. You can't have it be, um, I almost said Roman. You can't have it be Braun because Braun has already lost to uh, a fucking Brock uh, 17 times now. A bunch of times. So, yeah. like, like that's yeah. dead. They so, buried that that long time ago. I think McIntyre's got the right attitude, the right physique, the right moveset. I don't know. I just think he's the next in line. And you know I liked him when he was the chosen one. Right. But Ten he, years and ago. And he looked nothing. No. He he looks he looks way better now. He must have put on like seventy pounds right, of just and muscle. He's just better now. Yeah, he he was too like awkward. He was just tall but skinny. Yeah, like you you know he just wasn't 
that impressive. I'm not saying he wasn't a good work worker, but now it's a completely different ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we see the reunited uh, three-man band. I don't know. <laughs> they, they tried to push gender. I was, I was for that gender push. I was too. That, that was, was cool. Too. Something different. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, the whole thing about the Rumble is like we already shot our wad. Like that's it. It's those that's championship it. matches and it's the Rumble thing. So, mm-hmm. so giving, given our inputs, Raw Women's title, SmackDown Women's title, Universal title, WWE title, what's WrestleMania? What do you think? Early. It's early right now, but let's get it out there. I don't know. I'm still calling Drew McIntyre. So you think it's Drew and Brock? Yeah. Then what's going on with the Fiend? That I don't know. Like, the only thing that I that I am like dead set on is I want to see McIntyre main event WrestleMania. That's that's all. Everything else to me is up in the air, and I could care less. <laughs> I what I think is going to happen is whoever wins the Rumble, whether it be Brian, whether it be Reigns, and the Fiend, or all three of them, because I said it should be a three way match, mm-hmm. and whoever throws out Brock. But I have a feeling it's not going to be fucking a wrestler. It's going to be somebody like Cain Velasquez. It's going to be somebody like Tyson Fury. It's going to be somebody like Conor McGregor. So it's uh, just a crazy surprise yes. takes care I of I don't okay. think it's going to be, or a big named old wrestler, older wrestler. Okay. Fucking Triple H. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. like yeah. something like that. I don't think, I think Brock needs something bigger. I, unfortunately, he needs something bigger. Seth's not big enough. Roman's not big enough mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for him right now. He's such a big fucking deal, and they keep making him a big fucking deal. What they're doing with Brock is working. Yeah, it's really yeah. working. It is. It is. And they're 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 very insistent on having these other stars come in right now. At least they're sports stars. You know, it's not like yeah. So uh, fucking Gronk, not Gronkowski. That's not <laughs> no. But like, no. But like you know, they, they were happy with Tyson Fury. They were happy with Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez still has one more match. Brock, or he won in UFC. Kane, and then Brock won in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Do they have their final match? Right. You know, I mean, we still also have one more Raw before the pay-per-view yeah. f- for changes to happen. Yeah. So we don't know. Anything right. could happen tomorrow. Right. And we're talking WrestleMania in three months. Right. But I think that's where that leads. I think Shayna versus Becky. Yeah, I think that would be the thing. And then for, for SmackDown, I don't fucking know. I don't either. Fucking I, Bailey. I really know. You know what would be interesting? Bailey against Sasha. I guess. A turn. Yeah. There. I guess. Or something. That'd be interesting for that. Yeah. I would say. Does The Undertaker wrestle at WrestleMania? I say yes. Yeah. He did But I, I don't year, think right? it'll... I, I don't remember. <laughs> no, he didn't last year. No, he didn't. Now he that didn't, I think about and it. And he did it the year before, end quote. Right, right, John, right. The John right. Cena yeah. thing. Does John Cena come back and win the Royal Rumble? Or is he just in the Rumble as a surprise? What if John Cena comes back and wins the Rumble and takes out Lesnar? That's a big fucking match. That'd be a big deal. That would be a big fucking deal. And it could happen. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's off the table either. That could definitely happen. But... I mean, he, he's been quiet yeah. for a good five years now. What it's... was it? 2017 was the last time. So four years now mm-hmm. he was in, he was doing anything. Well, interesting. I think it's safe to say that uh, I'm just excited for the road to WrestleMania in general. So I'm interested to see how this even goes. Like, I gave my opinions, but I'm not dead set or, and I'm not going to be heartbroken to see that no, my opinions don't people, happen. you fucking call him out when he's wrong. <laughs> you better light up that Twitter yeah. when he's wrong. That's A-B-A-O pod on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a question for you, Rumble. Rumble. To, to continue the Rumble discussion, what is the best finish of the Rumble ever? I mean, there's, what, 30 now? It's probably still 95, Bulldog and Michaels. You think that's the best finish? Yeah. You're a fucking Mark. You fucking Homer Mark. That's it. You're wrong. <laughs> um, the best finish, now I'm going to be called a fucking Homer Mark, was 2007, Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Right. <laughs> they had a whole, like, 10-minute match Yeah. at yeah. the end of that rumble. And what made that special, and we've talked about this in person, but is Undertaker's my guy, Shawn Michaels your guy. 
We're watching it together. Yeah. We're going to that WrestleMania. We bought tickets for that WrestleMania. <laughs> We're going to that WrestleMania. Both of our guys in the final. And those false finishes in that whole ending section was one of the greatest. Yeah. It's the greatest ending of the Royal Rumble I've ever seen with a close second being uh, Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. Hogan, Sid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Macho with a tear man. in his eye. That was the greatest day of his life. Pulled him out. Like, that That was a cool ending, too. Those are the ones that stick out to me. Saddle 95 doesn't stick up on that level to me with those. That was a huge deal, 95, to be the first one to enter at number mm-hmm. one and win it. And then the whole one foot touches, the other foot doesn't. Yeah, it was. Like, that was a big deal. What about the year before? Uh, Bret Hart and uh, Lex Luger going yeah. over at the same time. Yeah, that was a big one. What about the botch in 05? Where, they, where Batista <laughs> and uh, Cena went out at the same time. Yeah. And then Vince tore his fucking quads. Both quads. In the ring. Both quads. That was pretty interesting. Who does that? One of the most... Do you have a specific heartbreak, remember? It's probably the 07 one. Uh, yeah, that was probably for me because I thought Sean was going to win his third Rumble. So that was a, that was a tough one for me. Uh, the biggest heartbreak one I remember, I think it was 2010 or 2011 when Sheamus won. Oh, yeah. And he fucking kicked Chris Jericho out yeah, yeah. at the end. My heart was just shattered because I was... Shout so, out to Chris Jericho. So, there he is, as usual. <laughs> this one was for you, Chris. That was He was as hot as ever, and then he ended up walking in with the title like the next two WrestleManias yeah. or something yeah. like that. So he like he was there, mm-hmm. he was ready, and then they kicked him out, and that was when he booted Daniel Bryan in like 18 seconds or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Imagine if you had a Chris Jericho-Daniel Bryan match for WrestleMania. Right. But then again, that wouldn't have started that whole yes movement. Yeah, Sue, no, you're so, right. But like, man, I just remember Chris Jericho hanging on that rope and him hitting him with the bro kick, and I'm like, <laughs> no, grown ass man, like heartbreaking, like. And yeah. I also remember being pissed when Yokozuna won. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you remember how that match ended? I do. Yeah, it was him and Macho, and Macho pinned him. Yeah, yeah. And he launched him off. Yeah, I remember that. That one was a heartbreaking one because you don't get a ton of heels. Winning right. all the time. Right. No, I agree. I agree. And the 97 ending with, with Austin getting thrown out. And then, and then sliding back yeah, in. Yeah. Like, they had some great finishes. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And uh, I feel like we haven't had one in a while. Maybe this Did year. We? Did we last year? No. Yeah. No. We haven't we'll, had one in a while. We'll see. Maybe this year will give us a surprise that neither one of us could predict. When Hulk Hogan comes back and yeah. throws everybody out. Hopefully. Hulk not. versus Brock. <laughs> yeah. Hulk versus Brock, WrestleMania. Brock brother. wins in three seconds. Yeah, please. F5. Yeah. <laughs> and Hogan's funerals the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to bring up that discussion because I need to tell people how amazing the ending of the 07 Raw Rumble. Now, I don't mean 2007 is the greatest Royal Rumble I've ever seen. It's top to bottom match, but just that ending... Sealed the deal for me. Probably the greatest Royal Rumble match was was ninety two with Ric Flair, yeah, Bobby Heenan, all the stars that were yeah. in it too. But. I think that no matter how you slice the Royal Rumbles, that one is just the best Royal Rumble. And I think I, it's because of Bobby Heenan. Well, I also think it solidified how important the Royal Rumble was for that. That was the era. first like, time it meant anything, right? Because it was for the title. Actually, mm-hmm. it wasn't for a main event spot at WrestleMania. He won the WWF Championship. But um, as far as, like, we were talking, 96 really made me realize because I was just a kid. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I know that the 92... Because 92 was before us a little bit. Yeah, it was. So that's was. the thing. We were, like, five. five. Yeah. So, like, that that that's why we weren't there. Like, and I always said that. I love Ric Flair. He was never a big deal to me when I was growing mm-hmm. up. Because I, wa- I have a WWF watcher, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, and he's off the radar. Yeah. And they don't even talk about it. Right. So, right. like, that's why Flair got to me in the old times. Yeah. In well, that, my old times, rather. Which makes sense. But um, I do want to say, before we wrap up this discussion, I got 
few more things. The first one, I definitely need you guys to check out our sponsor, Unchained Muscle, at unchainedmuscle.uk. Check out everything they have for uh, mental health charity donations if you're buying tank tops, leggings, shorts, whatever you need for the gym, shaker bottles. They're a sponsor of the show, so please check them out and use code RVEGAS20 when you check out to save 20%. And also check out the link in the description of the show for Insane Labs. Our Vegas 30 saves you 50%. I've never looked better, felt better, worked out harder, and you have nothing to lose saving 50% with my code. So check that out. Keep this show going. But before I go completely, I do have to give a shout out to my opponents from Upstate Pro Wrestling. Um, from this past show, Cloudy and HC Loke, ECW Original, both guys Ring of Honor Originals. Uh, we went to war for the UPW Heavyweight Championship, and I respect the hell out of those guys. We beat each other from top to bottom. And I don't normally talk about my own matches or anything that I had going on in the wrestling world on my podcast. You, Mark. (laughs) But this time, I am, because this match meant a lot to me. It was important, and it was a great match. So thank you to those two. Thank you to the fans who uh, cheered me on through the entire thing. And I'm looking forward to uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, February 8th, the Elks Lodge in Brockport, New York. So I will see you guys there. And Chaz... Thank you for doing the Royal Rumble discussion. And I want to say thank you to those opponents of yours for whipping your ass. They did. They did. <laughs> thank you. I didn't have to do it. Just, so <laughs> I'm hurting. Pre- <laughs> I appreciate it. No, no problem. You know I love coming on. I always say I'm like the halftime co-host. Right, so right. That's cool. Uh, we're going to d- dive into some more music discussions as well. It was um, nice doing something different. Yeah, right. I, I, you've had me on nothing but music. Yeah, lately that's what it's been, right? <laughs> so this was nice. So, but we are going to go back to music. Great. So we're, we're going to hit the, um, the uh, new metal top 50 probably soon at least starting in maybe february i hope you're going in with an open mind because you 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 looked at the you looked at the list and you're like i don't like a lot of these and i felt like that going into the hair metal one yeah you know so like yeah hopefully there's some uh pretty boy floyds in there for yeah right and for me because there's some things on there that i already don't like too but you you never know you seem a little more scared about this list than i i did i went through it and kind of was like all right we'll give it a shot Mm. so we'll see because i'm still going to listen to them all top to bottom i do my research we also have some great interviews coming up within the next coming weeks folks so stay tuned to the all bets are off podcast thank you Chaz, and we are out of here for this week see you next time peace Seating presentation has been brought to you by the Gear Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.